0: Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about the Martech podcast hosted by Ben Shapiro and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Every episode of the Martech podcast is short and gets to the point in just under 30 minutes. So you can dive into some recent episodes like Lending Humans, AI and Automation, or Tech Stacks for Converting Leads Faster, or really one of my favorite, How to Outrank a Billion Dollar Company. And you can do all of this on your lunch break. So if you want stories from world-class marketers who use technology to generate growth and achieve business and career success, go listen to the MarTech podcast wherever you get your podcasts. people talk about search engine optimization, I think it often feels very like it's the most important thing you can think of because everybody's on the internet searching for everybody right now. Do I do it? Do I pay somebody to do it? Do I need to worry about it? And so today, today, that's what we're going to talk about.
1: (laughs) S-E-O. It's intense out there, people. I'm
0: Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April
1: Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. Hey, Hero Makers. So, Hero Makers, as you know, we have been going through and answering your questions. You've been calling in and saying, hey, I'm stuck here, or I'm not exactly sure how to approach this. And a few weeks ago, we heard from Carlin. She is a business coach, and she had a question about LinkedIn advertising. So we answered that question. But she had a second question. This is a question that we actually get a lot especially whenever we're hosting our StoryBrand marketing live streams. So we wanted you to hear Carlin's question because we bet that you have this one too. What in the world do we do with SEO and how do we navigate that in our businesses? Anytime any um, education or information can be shared with us as it relates to either DIY, SEO, Hire an SEO manager or is it important? Thanks so much. And I look forward to hearing more about it soon.
0: SEO. Oh, my. Oh,
1: dear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The SEO world, it's intense out there, people. And so first, we have to tell people SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, right? So we get asked about this a lot, JJ.
0: Yeah. And search engine optimization is the idea uh, that these days when you're going to buy a product, you Google it, right? Or you use some kind of search engine to find the product or service that you're looking for. And search engine optimization means that on your website and your blog posts and other areas where you have a presence on the internet, that you want to optimize those spaces when people search for you, for you to appear higher in the search options, right? So if you, right now, if you were to go to Google and type in something like best flower shop in Nashville, well, the first things that come up are paid ads. So people have paid to be in that top kind of section. People search for best flower shop in Nashville. Then after the paid ads, you go down and there is now just a list of other shops in Nashville, of flower shops in Nashville. Well, you go, Well, how did those get there? Well, they optimized their web page so that when people search for them, they were able to find them. So that's what search engine optimization means. When people talk about search engine optimization, I think it often feels very like overwhelming and it feels incredibly important that. It's the most important thing you can think of because everybody's on the internet searching for everybody right now and blah, 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 you know, and all of a sudden people go, all right, well, I need to pay tens of thousands of dollars to do this, to make sure somebody who knows this better than I do, make sure that I appear higher in searches. And that's kind of what Carlin is asking. Like, do I do it? Do I get somebody to pay? Do I pay somebody to do it? Do I need to worry about it? And so today, today, that's what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna answer Carlin's question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I we think are. a lot of people have it, you know, because like you do this, right? When was the last thing? I'm putting you on the spot here. Hopefully it's not too embarrassing, okay. but what was the last thing that you searched for to buy?
1: Okay. So recently Brent has wanted to throw our printer across the room. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know if anybody else has experienced this. And so I Googled what printers easily connect with (laughs) Wi-Fi. So that was my last one. What about you? What was your last Google search?
0: I need a new prescription. So I was looking for a new eye doctor. So I just literally went in and typed in best eye doctors in Nashville. Why I asked you that is because that actually kind of brings up the very first thing people need to understand about search engine optimization is there are typically phrases or questions people have that they are typing into Google. And what you need to do when you're looking at your own site, let's say you don't want to hire anybody, you're just going, what are some of the quick things that I can do to make sure that my website shows up a little higher in search uh, in searches for in my industry, You want to make sure that on your website, you have what people are searching for. So for the printer in particular that you're talking about, you know, the best printer that easily connects with Wi-Fi, you want that in the header of your website. (laughs) You know, you want to put the computer that easily connects with Wi-Fi. And so people will find that when they're searching, right? You might even put, for me, you might put in your website, best eye doctor in Nashville, or put a quote from somebody that says best eye doctor in Nashville. And so one of the questions we get asked is, does the story brand framework work with search engine optimization? So the story brand framework is, you know, the framework that powers this podcast, and all of your marketing and messaging, and it shows you how to create a clear and compelling story that positions your customers as the hero and you as the guide and helps you create messaging that invites customers in where you solve their problems, right? And so we always say, keep it clear, keep it tight, keep it short. We don't want to confuse and overwhelm people. And so people go, well, if I'm keeping it tight and short, then I can't actually do well with search engine optimization. Well, that's not necessarily true. There's lots of tricks to it. But one of them, the very first thing in the story brand framework that you need to identify is what does your character want? What is the hero of your story, your customer? What is it that they are looking for? What do they want? And in that section of your brand script, the piece of paper that you keep track of all of your marketing and messaging, your clear story brand story, in the section of your brand script that is about what your character wants, you want to identify what it is that they're looking for. One of the things that I always tell people when we are at our story brand marketing live stream workshop is I say, what would people Google to find you? (laughs) right? Because that's what they want. They're looking for Mm -hmm. you to either solve a problem or give them something. And so I say, what would they Google when they're looking for you? Put that in your character want bucket on your brand script. And if you want to create your entire brand script, you can actually go to mystorybrand.com and that we have an online brand script and it just has boxes, sections that you can identify the different talking points for all of your marketing. In the very first one, what the character wants, you almost just want to say, what would people Google to find me and put that there? It helps you stay clear and focused in your overall story.
1: And this is really something that every single person can do, especially if you have a website, right? Because, I mean, search engine optimization is all about websites. So uh, I don't think that we're really even talking to anybody who doesn't have one right now. But Carlin's question One of the things that she was saying is like, should I DIY? Should I hire somebody? Like, do I even need to really focus my time and effort in learning how to do this or figuring this out or throwing money at this? Like, tell me, give me instruction. And so, really, a lot of people walk up to the SEO pathway and they go, well, is this a really strategic part of how I get customers and how I get leads? And if the answer is yes, then SEO is really important. For instance, like JJ was saying, he was searching for somebody in Nashville who is an eye doctor. Well, those types of providers or service providers, they are looking for those leads. It is a big part of their business. They want to land on page one. And so an SEO strategy for brands like that is key it's really important because
0: when you hire somebody to create seo content for you to help you uh, appear higher on searches it can be expensive and so you want to make sure that it's worth it that if you are hiring somebody that the return on that is actually worth it and a lot of times it is worth it because you're getting new leads new people to hear about you find out about you that never would have come to your site So you do want to weigh that. But if really people are not Googling you to find you, then maybe it's not worth paying for. But the biggest thing we would say in all of that is, one, make sure if you are paying for it, that it's actually worth it, that you're getting leads out of it, that you're getting a whole bunch of people to your website. And then the second thing we would say that is no matter what, whether your SEO is really important or not, you want a clear message on your website. Start there. So if you have not clarified your message and created a website that is converting, then it doesn't matter how many people you send to your website, you're not going to make money off of it, right? So always start with a clear message. And and that's exactly what we do at StoryBrand is we help companies clarify their message by creating a clear and compelling story. We help you identify what it is that your customers want, what problems you help them overcome how to position yourself as a guide with empathy and authority, and then give them a plan that shows them how easy it is to do business with you. And then ultimately give them a call to action that is clear that, and that leads to either success or failure, showing them what life is like if they do buy your product or service, or if they don't, that's the story brand framework. And once you create those messaging points, then what you do is you, figure out how to put them on your website in emails and all of your marketing. But you always want to start with a clear story and we we help you do that. We actually help you do that and we have a workshop in September where you actually can go through the entire story brand process with a coach who will help you identify all of these talking points so that your website actually performs better with SEO and everything else that you're trying to do, you can register for that workshop at storybrand.com. So we have spots available coming up in September. Clarify your message so that when people actually search for you and they come to your website, you will convert them into buyers. And so once you have a clear message that ultimately is going to convert people who come to your website into buyers, you want to figure out how to get more people to your website And if SEO really is the way that you want to grow your company, you probably want to talk to an SEO expert. Somebody who has studied the algorithms and understands how to get people there and who can create content through blogs and other posts that can really make more and more people discover who you are. And so today, we actually brought on an SEO expert who's going to talk with us a little bit more in depth about the whole process. Kurian Abraham works with companies to help them optimize their search results and help more people come to your website and then when they're there he's also a story brand certified guide so he also creates websites that convert so he kind of does both he understands the story brand framework and knows how to use that in creating search engine optimization and a website that converts so here are some tips for you from one of our story brand certified guides kurian abraham So Abe, for our listeners out there, let's get real basic. What is SEO and how can it help a company?
2: SEO in very simple things, besides the word acronym, being it being an acronym for search engine optimization, is simply optimizing your content and pages to show up in Google, Yahoo, and Bing and other search engines in front of your customers.
0: Hmm. And why do people, why do businesses need to pay attention to this?
2: With 70% of the searches happening in Google and about roughly about 20% in Yahoo and Bing, uh, 70% of your customers actually search your products and services when they know they have a problem but they don't know about a solution in Google. And if your company, product, business, or service shows up in front of those customers in those searches, they will most likely hire you for a solution to their problem.
0: Where do they need to start? What are the things that they need to think about right off the bat in regards to SEO?
2: What happens is SEO tends to have a lot of misinformation. There are a lot of people, they have a lot of different approach. There is only one approach that works very well, and it's a very simple approach. It doesn't have to be this complicated. Give your customers what they are asking for. Be the guide or be the person who can help them and give them exactly what they are searching for. You do not have to worry about Google Eat Update and this update and all the other things that SEO people love to throw things around. It just adds to the confusion. As long as you simply answer your question that your customers are asking, for example, you can go out and ask your secretary, hey, what are the kind of questions I'm getting? You can ask your salespeople. What are the kind of questions? Simply write a blog post, write content, focus your topic, subject matter on that particular problem. Good enough.
0: Yeah. I I think that's always what I say when I'm talking with people is, yes, it can become very complicated and there's a lot of algorithms and things that you can worry about. But for most small businesses, the first thing you just want to ask is what are people searching for? <laughs> That's it. Like if they're going to search for your company, they might say best massage therapist in Nashville, right? <laughs> well, if they're mm-hmm. searching best massage therapist in Nashville, then you need to have those words on your website. <laughs> if you, if you are a massage therapist, and you want people to come. If people are asking questions about uh, the different, so let's say you're, you're selling mattresses and people are asking questions on the internet about different types of mattresses. Then create a blog post that talks about different types of mattresses. Literally create content that people are searching for. I think that's so important for people to hear because SEO, when you are going to hire somebody to come in and work with you, that that can be very expensive when you put a, an agency on retainer. Then you know, if somebody was going to move to that next step to hire somebody to do their SEO for them, what are the things that people should be looking for when they're talking to somebody who works in SEO?
2: first thing a lot of people ask me is, you know, have you worked in this kind of a market? Yes, I have worked in sixty five different markets, and built several hundred sites, but that's that's a different point. what do you what a person should really look for is Do they understand SEO? A lot of people think about SEO as link building, writing content, but SEO starts like a building of a house. If you have a foundation that is broken, it doesn't matter what kind of big castle you build on top of that foundation, it's all going to come come tumbling down sooner or later. When I say the foundation, you have to make sure that your website does not have any broken links. You got to make sure that all your pages are optimized. Before you hire somebody or if somebody is gonna you can hire somebody, first thing if they're competent, they should be looking at the website structure. Because if that structure and foundation is not set right, it doesn't matter how much you spend in SEO, you will get immediate results. And then a few months down the line, as soon as you stop, it will just drop right back.
1: At this point, you've definitely heard us talk about how easy it is to buy, use, and love the Hubspot CRM platform but it has over a thousand integrations. And so I wanted to tell you about some of the tools you might not have even heard of before. With HubSpot's social media management tools, you can actually publish, post, and respond to all of your social media feeds from one place. This way you never miss a conversation that really matters. You can even track visits, leads, and customers your posts generate, so you can keep doing more of what works and less of what doesn't. I mean, isn't that great? From social media tools that help you publish posts to ad retargeting that helps you identify your perfect customer, HubSpot makes it easier for your business to grow better. Start now at hubspot.com. JJ, you know what I'm obsessed with right now? Our clients' success, especially those who go through a private workshop with us. Yes, a lot of marketers
0: feel siloed even in their own company because everybody has different ideas of what marketing should be created, what messaging should be out there and our private workshops get everybody on your team on the same page.
1: Yeah, so if you and your team are interested in this, all you have to do is go to storybrand.com private workshops, and you'll actually get to see what a private workshop experience is like. And you don't have to take our word for it, hero makers. I want you to hear directly from somebody who actually went through one of our private workshops that I taught recently.
2: Just two days ago, which feels like a lifetime ago now, you know, how different we were actually telling the story. So I think it's um, beyond exciting that we now all get on the same page and bringing it forward
1: really this whole like two days this is the way in which that we will also become a billion dollar company that we will also enable not only our business but the business of all of our partners so when we do this well and do this right is actually what is going to enable that to be possible
0: if you've been following along with the marketing made simple podcast you're probably really excited about implementing the story brand framework and marketing made simple in your company But so often, it's hard to get everybody on the team on the same page. If you want to get your entire team on the same page with a clear message and marketing that is easy to create and works, go to storybrand.com slash private workshops, and you can schedule your own private workshop today.
2: And now, back to the show. You know, the technical side of SEO is one aspect the on-page optimization, which is meta tags and all of one other aspect, and then things like having them check to see, hey, what is my competition is doing? Are they able to really assess your competition and tell you, this is what your competition is doing. This is our road plan. And a good SEO will typically ask you, hey, can I get temporary access to your analytics and your search console? There's a wealth of information that Google provides, including articles that are working for you if an seo professional is able to do that that's somebody you want to consider or think about you know, that's a, a strong
0: of I love that. Just if because if they're not starting with your website and they're just coming in with their own kind of agenda and their own plan, then they're probably not the agency for you because <laughs> they're going to just kind of run their playbook and charge you a lot of money. And ultimately, they're not going to get your results. I think that's so important for people to understand that you're looking for somebody who really understands your website, understands your the area that you work in and can actually come in and optimize your site for your success. Are there specific industries that really they should be focusing more on SEO and then others you can go, well, SEO is not as important for these types of industries or is it important for everybody?
2: That's a great question. It is important in certain industries and certain industries it's not. And it comes down to pure economics, right? Right. For example, if you are a restaurant, unless you are a high-end restaurant selling $90, $100 plates, and SEO is a very expensive game, you got to sell a lot of plates to get ROI back. So if you are a mom-and-pop restaurant, SEO is not for you. And I would tell you there are a lot of SEO companies out there that will charge you $399, $599, really low-end. All they are doing is simply doing a couple of things. That's a short-term play. If you are in long-term play, and SEO should be a long-term play, Ideally, I recommend that if your client average lifetime revenue is typically between a $500 to $1,000 retained, and let's say you retain a client for five years, six years, you multiply that, then yes, then SEO works because your act cost of acquisition is gets lower as you get acquisition more versus SEO and ROI spent on that money.
0: Gotcha. So the longer you keep a client the more effective SEO is going to be for you because that cost up front is going to be high. And so you may not make it back with the first sell, but if you're keeping somebody for a couple of years, then all of a sudden it makes more sense. What are some of the things specifically that when you come in and work with a company, what are some values that you bring to the table when you're helping
2: them? First and foremost, I always set a benchmark with the client you know what are their goals what are their visions you have a lot of seo companies that will just say okay we heard you but here's a bookmark here's our playbook it's like trying to fix a square square object into a round hole it doesn't work so the first thing would be to hear what their goals are what their vision is what their challenges are what have they faced you know maybe they hired an seo company that that did not turn out very well maybe it left a bad taste in their mouth something like that find out what happened next i will ask them is can i do an audit of your website I could do an audit without getting access, but I would usually ask them as a courtesy. And number three would be can I get access to your analytics and your Google Search Console? If they don't have it set up, I usually will tell them, you know what, I'll do it for free, but set it up because it's very important. The reason why I do that is because Google Analytics will tell you what are the pages that are losing our traffic, and Search Console will tell you what is actually working for them, what pages are getting better value, what pages are getting them more traffic. What keywords in their blog, if they're doing blog, if they have somebody writing content and they're saying, you know, right, you know what? we spend spent a lot of money on content. It does not do anything. Well, it does not do anything because not all your blog posts are going to be winners. 80% are going to be losers, but 20% do win. But you don't know which are those keywords that are working, which pages are working. I would start with that because, you know, it's easier to go with the current of a flowing water in a river than to go against it. Because every time you try it and Google's telling you, hey, your website is doing well for this. You know what? We want to see more content while you are saying, no, no, no. I want to optimize something else. That doesn't work. You flow with the flow of what Google's telling you and you get quick wins. So that's the first thing I would do if I talk to a client to help them get quick wins. I love that. And with blog
0: posts, you bring up an interesting point. You know, like I think for a while there was some conversation about is blogging dead right because there was blogging had its like heyday where everybody had a blog you know especially even before podcasts everybody had a blog and it it was the way that you moved your business forward does do blogs still work
2: blogs do work provided that you write content for what consumers are searching for for example if you go type up your keyword in google and you see you don't have to go too far if you go type your keyword in google and you go down to the middle of the page you'll see you'll see a section that says "People also ask." There are specific questions there. If you write a blog post addressing those questions and concerns and write some details about it, it does help because that's actually Google telling you what is what people are searching. now, if you have search console, it will tell you what blog post and what keywords are specifically working that's getting you clicks, which is a little bit more, and targeted for your blog and for your website, which is how you it helps you out a lot..
0: Golly. This is so good because I know for myself, I really do feel a lot of pressure about SEO.
2: There is one other thing that I noticed a lot of websites in general that do not do. do. And Google doesn't announce this and they don't tell you, but there's something about compliance, right? Number one is if you are asking people to sign up for a newsletter or fill out their information to contact you, Google expects you to protect their information. And the way they know that is you must have a privacy policy in the bottom of your site. Uh, you know, there are a lot of places you can get privacy policy disclosures. You've got to have a privacy policy in the bottom of the site. It should have an email that people can contact you. Something about opting in. If you have a lead generator, if you have a sales funnel, got to have that and a terms of service, if you're, especially if you're serving kids under 13, things like that. If somebody comes to your site and says, hey, I came to your website, I got hit with a virus because of your site to protect yourself in that way, having a terms of service. And in the contact form, if you have a physical business, please put in address, phone, and a map. If you are a physical business and you don't do that, Google doesn't consider you legit. Just make sure that the information matches your Google listing. Those three things are very big signals in SEO because yes, you can optimize your site for keywords. Yes, you can optimize the structure. But if you miss that compliance aspect of those three, you will still get a ding in Google from the algorithm because keep in mind, Google is a computer.
0: And so the three things you're saying that are compliance issues is privacy policy, terms of service, and having your physical address on your page if you have a a location.
2: Correct. And that must, if you have a location page, first of all, if you have a location page, even though you don't want people to visit you, please set up a Google My Business listing and hide your address. Google can see your address, no problem. And just have that business listing on the contact form or the map, because then Google can correlate your website with the map, which is their property and it builds trust.
0: I love that. And Also, I I heard from somebody else, too, that if your address is different in different places on the internet, so if on Twitter, your address has a period after the street, but on your website, there is no period after the street. So if like it's not exactly the same, you'll get dinged for that with Google as well. So you want to make sure that every place your address, your phone number is listed, it's listed the exact same way, even down to the periods and spaces.
2: Correct. And if you don't know how to make that all work and have it consistent across the board and you do not want to go to 100 different places places to update your listing, you can go to, and again, no business relationship here, a company called Bright Local, and they will help you get all your listings correctly in across every single directory, including the three biggest aggregators, which will then aggregate your data to, uh, you know, Garmin and other places, uh, and they will do that for you automatically. And so there's a small fee for it, but it will save you a lot of headaches.
0: This has been so helpful. <laughs> this has been down and dirty SEO Make, and we're making it easy. So Abe, thank you so much for coming on today, sharing these very specific tips for our listeners. I know I have been helped by this and I know they will be as well. Thank you, Kieran, for bringing some light into what often can feel like some (laughs) very confusing situation with SEO and how to use it to grow your business. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply the StoryBrand framework and SEO into your marketing, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide just like Kieran Abraham. Go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message, create great SEO, and create marketing that works. Well, hero makers, it's time to apply everything you learned from this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. The first thing I want you to do is think about what would people Google to find you? What are the kind of words that they're putting in different search engines to try to find you? Write down a few sentences that specifically reflect the types of things people are searching for to get to your website. Then what I want you to do is I want you to open up your website and I want you to look at the header of your website, the top section, and look at the headline. Does the headline or the subheadline in your header, in the top section of your website, does it reflect the words that you just wrote down that people would search for? If not, then what I want you to do is write a headline or put words in your header that specifically come out of the words that you wrote down that people would Google to find you. And when they come to your website, the first thing they see should be those words. You should connect your website with what people are searching for. That is what having a clear story is all about. People are Googling you and then coming to your website and they want to see right off the bat within the first about three seconds of being on your website that you actually offer what they are looking for. You want it to be clear. You want it to be concise. Clarity wins the day. Don't add a whole bunch of other words that get flowery or kind of get creative with it or clever. No, don't be cute and clever. Be clear. Clarity will be cute and clever every single time because when people Google you and then come to your site, they want to see immediately they have what I'm looking for. So, write down a few phrases, some words, some questions that people might put in Google to find you, and then look at your website and write a header or a sub-headline that contains some of those words. You can have your tagline and some other things in there. That's great, but you want to clearly show that you have what your customer is looking for. Because when you are clear about what you offer and get connected to your customer quickly, what you're going to be able to do is solve their problems faster by allowing them to buy your product and service. And when they can solve their problem, you are making them the hero of your marketing story. That's why we call you Hero Makers that's all for this week's episode of marketing made simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow marketing made simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week.